Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. 
Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, girls. Welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boo babies, booger sugars, (laughs) lovelies. Wow. So how's it going? It's going. How is it for you? It's going. It's great. How was your weekend? My weekend was cool. My weekend was eventful. Eventful? Yeah. Okay. What what Um, we do? My white man gig was extended into Saturday, which I don't prefer. Right. I never like to extend it outside of the window of Monday to Friday, but we had our little summer shebang, so I had to attend that. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturday was Alicia's surprise shebang. Hey, fish. So that was a good time. Um, Sunday, I was taken out by Mother Nature. Period came. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. How was your weekend? Um, same. Saturday, we celebrated Alicia's 32nd birthday. The Let's Talk About 32. which We was talked. A, yeah, it was it. a great time. Mm-hmm. She was lit. Um, so that's always nice when you can turn your friends up. Yeah. And then on Sunday, I had my godchildren, too. Mm-hmm. Ded- um, dedication so it was cool you know and then of course prepared for the white man gig this week right so here we are talking to you gals so here we are today with new week new tea where we kiki with you when you kiki with we yeah so what happened what's tea what happened this week slash last week so um okay we all know the on the run tour is happening right now yeah it was in our city the king weekend. and the queen are in la mm-hmm we're here in Los Angeles County. We were at the Rose Bowl. So we've been really shutting it down. Yeah. Or they've been shutting it down. Well, she's an extension of me. I am an extension of her. <laughs> so we've been shutting it down. Okay. Um, Funniest fucking thing. Beyonce really dragged Becky with the good hair. She confirmed that Becky's a Caucasian mommy. White. That desperate white bitch. Yeah. We told you. She y'all said beyond, mediocre, mediocre, mediocre white bitch. Desperate white. Who do you bitch. think it could possibly be? Like, who was Jay Z with? A white bitch. Who? A white bitch. Didn't they try to say it was Gwyneth Paltrow before? No. Oh, they tried to say that, and they tried to say it was um somebody who was also known to be with uh who the fuck was it? Rachel, 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 Rachel Zoe, Rachel Zoe. Who used to be with Damon Dash. Precisely. But she's not white. I know she wasn't attractive. I mean, she said she was attractive. But she said that desperate white bitch. Even more reason why you need to go back to the episode about being unapologetically black. Mm -hmm. Because Beyonce is also unapologetically black. She said that white bitch. Yeah. Wow. She read her to filth. My auntie. (laughs) 
I know she, she was attractive. What else is going on? But I was here first. Been riding um, with you for six girl, years. Goodbye. Kanye West went on one of his rants. My brother's slowly coming back. He's to not us. coming back. He's so annoying. Apparently, he's he out of the. He is okay to you. He's, he's out. He back. said he's out of the sunken place. Now that he's out of the sunken place, I hate how he plays with that because in real life, nigga, you're still in the sunken place to me. I know. Um, he said now that he's out of the sunken place, he wants to address people that have been speaking on his wife. So he called out Tyson Beckford, Nick Cannon, and Drizzy Drake. Yeah, he did. So we know that Nick Cannon used to date Kim Kardashian. Tyson Beckford said whatever he said for God. He was they they, they basically had a little Instagram a little beef. Tussle. A little, yeah, a yeah. Little, little tip for time. Um apparently Nick Cannon spoke about her in the interview. Nick Cannon addressed it and he was like, you know, I've never said anything disrespectful to mm-hmm. you or your wife. I've kept respectful. If people ask me a question, I'm gonna I'm live answered. in my truth because the reality is he did have relations with her. Right. And I haven't heard of him saying anything out of pocket. I mean, I haven't been fully typed in, but I haven't nothing has crossed my radar yeah. then with drake That's there was just rumors like, flying around saying yeah. that kiki was kim kardashian the thing that got me was you're too entitled kanye you're too entitled you're too self-centered to think that drake owes you and your wife in the public an explanation or to clear the air saying i'm not talking about kim kardashian no brother no, I know I wasn't talking about Kim. Who the fuck even refers to her as Kiki? Kiki right. Uh, I and thought so they referred to you Chloe guys, as Kiki. You guys deal with it and leave me out of it. Oh, no, that's Coco. You guys deal with it and leave me out of it. Your wife is not my number one priority. I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck about Kim Kardashian, let alone Kanye after he burned him. Talking about I was on the meds. If I wasn't medicated, I yeah. would have had the wherewithal to tell Pusha T not to dish you on my beat. I'm sick. Of, I'm so sick of Kanye West that I'm okay. Tired. Just let our brother come. Back. Your brother, not our. Mine. Your. You. Go, I have high hopes. You go. He's supposed to come out with an album. I know. Yawning. And I mean, I know we canceled Kanye, but I'm gonna dibble dab grab him and listen to whatever he puts out, and and I'll keep you guys informed if it's good or not. Don't at me. Um, I'm just, I just think that Kanye needs to get over himself. But the whole thing was, outside of that, the whole thing was about Kanye presenting this idea that we should basically shift the way we use social media, right? That we should eliminate the likes, eliminate the follows because it's giving people anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. when they're dealing with social media. So what's your take on that? Because there's other artists who's been standing in solidarity with Kanye, for instance, YG honey. I agree with that concept. Am I standing in solidarity with Kanye? No, not standing in solidarity, but we're agreeing that this is. Yeah. And I mean, we've said this before. He's not bringing nothing new to the table. You know, nothing to write home about. I mean, it's not nothing. He didn't come up with the grand idea that we haven't already been talking about. Even here on this podcast, we've talked about the negative effects of social media on our psyche and yes it can be a lot and even the snapchat the creator of snapchat text kim mm-hmm. and kanye and was like twitter wasn't it twitter snap because he was saying you know that's what we were trying to do that's why we don't pe- your people other people don't see like who watched your story or who's following you right you just put your content out and go so i mean i can see that being beneficial 
to people that suffer from anxiety and depression due to social media. I now, say, I can also see that affecting people's bag. People's money, yeah. Because I was thinking, like, how are you going to know who's verified? I guess Instagram would have to see the analytics on the on the, on the, on the other, other side, side. <laughs> to, to verify you or not. But I was thinking about that as well. I know that there was less anxiety and less, like, thought process when people use Snapchat. At least for me personally, I would just post and go, like, Oh, look, you know, I didn't feel like there was as much pressure. Even with my Instagram story, I feel like it's still a little curated. To a degree. I feel like Instagram, I mean, Snapchat, I, I don't use like it anymore. I feel like any social media is a tad bit curated, even with something as small as like the filters on Snapchat. Even, because, yeah. But Snapchat know? is like the least curated. Yeah, I mean. I feel like Instagram is still like, but okay. But then Snapchat to flip it with their ads and... I haven't been on Snapchat. I see y'all following me on Snapchat, but truth be told, baby girls, mommies, I just don't use the app. Yeah, I don't be on Snapchat. I see you guys adding me, but I have nothing to provide to Snapchat. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, follow us on our Instagrams. You guys know where to find those. Down in the show notes. They go down. But yeah, I mean, the concept, I agree with the concept of getting rid of it. I mean, we'll see if that helps people. Anything that helps people i'm here for it but kanye i'm still apprehensive still on, on that nigga yeah okay we're just gonna let him come back slowly if he comes back if he even has a desire to come back you know? i think he wants How to come do back no he wants to come back okay pause let me tell you number one he's moving back to chicago kim already shut that down and said he just talks he, she ain't moving to Chicago. He ain't leaving her. They're not going to Chicago. Let's just wait on it to happen. And I don't want to talk about family business on air. Whatever. <laughs> Done with the family business. We just go let it rest and we see where, where, where it shows okay, up. We'll see. Right. What else happened this week? Um, The cop that shot our brother, Botham Jean. Okay. Now we can call him our brother. He's okay. He's our said, brother. They said he was a good guy. He's um, a good guy. The, co- the cop, Amber Geiger, who... Went into his apartment, mistake mistook his apartment for hers. His apartment for mistaken. hers. Mistaken. Uh-huh. Her his apartment for hers and shot him dead. Um, she got fired. Bye, bitch. The you're Dallas fired. the Dallas Police Department <clears throat> fired her. Um, we're still waiting to see how it all pans out. I think they're doing the manslaughter charge. They're gonna do the manslaughter. I want first degree. A lot of people wanted the pure cold blooded murder. We want first degree murder, but, bitch. Um, I guess they're justifying it no. some way, somehow. You're off duty. You're using. How are you going to ask somebody to adhere to your legal force when you're not on on the on the right? Then I called out and nothing was the said fuck, because I'm bitch, trying to figure out why you in my, my shit. fucking home. Somebody calls out to me, I would be like, "No, you call out. I get don't the, want you to know. Get out of here. I don't want you to know what's going on in my home. Right. I'm trying to figure out who you are. So that's sad. That's unfortunate that he lost his life. But prayers for our brothers and put put that bitch on the stake. Somebody said on Twitter, "Hey, black people." Start locking your doors. They're walking in our homes and killing us now. And I'm like, wow. It's like, what else? What 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 can we do? <sighs> so prayers, prayers for his family. Prayers for his and, family and justice. And I'm giving her the suck it motion. Suck it. Yeah. So insecure. We we typically don't dibble and dabble in the insecure. Sometimes we do, but we Sometimes. don't do a full dive in. It's not insecurity. Head on over to that podcast. We can dive in, but here today we are. Yeah. So, usually on Sundays, Brittany and I, we do this thing. We do. <laughs> it's like, 
a ritual at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like we both get set up for insecure. We're on text the whole episode, and we're basically episode. having commentary. We have our episode synced. Yes. <laughs> we have our wine. If you're going to have a meal with it, have whatever you need. But once we say play, we're sitting we're there and we're doing a play by play as if we were sitting side by side watching the show. This is our thing. And we even will us. pause if it. If anybody questions me what I'm doing with my routine, you you don't have to sit here with while my routine's taking place. It's so funny because if I'm off, I'm like, am I off? We'll pause it like, hey, bitch, I'm at 348. <laughs> pause yours. Okay, go. So in a nutshell, insecure. It's wrapping up. We're one. I cannot believe. Next week. This week, actually, Sunday is the season finale already. It's too soon. I think it's been eight episodes. It's seven so far. It's going to be eight. Two months is not enough for this show. We at least need three. We need like 12 episodes I easily. Agree, 12. Or longer episodes. So, Insecure, there's this, you know what, I, I'm trying to figure out what the theme is because all the episode titles are like ready, like, like. whatever, like. So, I'm trying to figure out. What's the theme? There's always a theme around the the titles. Yeah, you know. So I've been last week, last season it was hella, hella exactly. So I'm trying to figure out what exactly it is. We got to go back and look at all the. Got to look at it and go through the wind downs. But this concept of ghosting, it's prevalent. It's like it's like what are we? You can't ignore it. That's been the central theme for the past few episodes what um, are we feeling though i'm feeling that it's real life God. especially with millennial dating i mean we spoke about this last week with our girl aisha about how we basically relinquish our power yeah now Ooh. we were team nathan but <sighs> with apprehension because i can never fully trust these yeah. niggas i yeah. just can't and i'm like you know he's good in theory but i know there's negatives to this man I just waiting. knew Nathan was the one. Was waiting. Now, did I think he was going to ghost her? No. But, I mean, he showed little inklings of ghosting in the beginning with the I moved too fast. When, you know, she didn't oh. hear from him for a few days before yeah. the Coachella link up. Yeah. And he was like, sometimes I move too fast. But, I mean, if we're just going based off action, which we're supposed to be doing. Right. Nathan was showing signs of he was tapped in. I'm interested. He was tapped in with sis. I mean, she done busted open on the Ferris Now, wheel. you know, when Issa was going through her thoughts about... <sighs> Okay, maybe I shouldn't have fucked him. Maybe this, you know, that was me. I was like, I knew that was you for Issa. sure. I text Germany because we do the text. I said, you. <laughs> I was like, these are all of my thoughts. Once she sat on the dick in the air, I'm like, you've given up your power. I was like, I need to elevate my Coachella experience. I said, I'm like, nigga in my pocket, we're getting on that Ferris wheel. I mean, <clears throat> God dog it. I but just, back to the ghosting, because there's been, we talked about this a little bit in our. Uh, our Facebook group, um, the men are saying they don't owe an explanation to women. If they done with it, they're done with it. No, but the way Nathan went, Nathan was carrying along. You gotta, te- you gotta let I've me know. I've given you the box. I've thrown you the Aside box. Aside from the box, you've given me signs that you're here. Interested. You're yeah. interested. You're engaged. You're encouraging me to pursue my dreams. Right. You're asking me, when do I know it's real? We're pillow talking. You're meeting me at jobs with cups of coffee. We're doing you it know? all. We're doing We're tacos. going on dates. Yeah. And that's the thing with these niggas. If you're not in, don't play with me. And don't that's play. why I'm already apprehensive, which can be a blessing or a curse. But I will play with your ass, too. <laughs> I'm not going to let the you Geppetto. know. Yeah, I'm not going to let you know 
that you got me. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I'm not affected by the ghosting because I do be like, okay, the, the fuck? Like, where you go? We've been texting every day and now today, I, you haven't hit my phone. I'm no thinking, hotline is bleeding. I'm thinking what's going on. I'm going on social media on the Finsta on my <laughs> account trying to figure out, you know, is the first thing that comes in my mind, is he alive? Girl. Was he injured? Like, what's going on? I love a good Finsta. And then when I see activity... Then it's fuck that nigga because that's not cool. Once they logged into the Finsta, I'm like, my girls, you know how the Finsta works. Finsta is a fake Insta. Have you ever ghosted somebody? Yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? Why you got to get all like... I just want to know, like, have you see, ever... Um, I SVU. just want to know, have I mean, you ever get, ghosted somebody? Because I'm thinking, like, have I ever ghosted somebody? I've never been, I've never been like a Nathan... And ghosted. I've never been like a Nathan and ghosted, but I have like blocked a few people. Like okay. out the blue, okay. clear blue. Like hey hey hey, can't can't can't. I I don't I don't think I've ever have. I've I've been honest with a, a few people, a few lads in my day. I feel like if I've ghosted you, it didn't hit you like a ton of bricks. It didn't hit you like a Tonka trunk. Okay, it was like yeah, I was kind of picking up on her vibe, and you know. I'm I'm not completely surprised, but it hasn't been. Oh, you know, I'm feeling you, you know, like Nathan was doing. And then I'm just ghosting. Once I skinny dip, once I once I get in the pool and my vagina is not completely like waxed or taken care of. Oh, we're a couple. (laughs) You know, once I let you see me at my raw element, once you take me at my element, then we're a couple. I just think a conversation could be had. And I'm hearing far too frequently from my girls that are really in this date and shit that the ghosting is just normal. Oh, like, maybe that's why they tied it into mm-hmm, this. That's season. why they tied it in. It's like really a typical response from my girlfriends that really be out in the dating world. Like they After will do you it all. Puss? No, not even with puss pop. No, but I mean full engagement. Like we're going out to concerts, we're going to dinner. You know, you can pick up on the vibe. And my girls aren't silly hoes. No, they not. So if you really want to find someone to get stuff. The fact that this ghosting is really taking place. I have an issue with it. I feel like we're all adults here. Be transparent. We can have a conversation. Um, Men love to say I was going through something. Then let me know. Let me know you're going through something. Let me know. Even if you have to fall back, let me know. I'm open. I'm honest. I'm transparent. It might hurt a little. It might be a little sting to the heart, but that's better than me trying to figure out. Why you not? Why you ain't ring, 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 ringing? Yeah, I just want to know. Oh, I just want to know because you know what? People will ghost you, but then they'll pop up looking at Insta stories or Snapchat. Now you know that's it. And I'm quick to call a nigga out. Oh, so we haven't spoken. (laughs) They'll watch. But you're watching my story. They'll watch your Insta story, or they'll hit you with the "Hey, stranger." Or get out. Yeah. Get out now. Get out of my cock. Black so if home. you got ghosted and a man hit you with a hey stranger, what would be your response? Would you address the ghost or would you just be like, hey? No, I'd be like, bye bye bye, nigga. You wouldn't respond. Probably you would ghost not. him. I would ghost him. I would make him feel weak. You took out the energy to text me. Nothing here. Watch my ass as it walks away. To the next dick boy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Q Beyonce. The tit for tat. Yeah, I'm here for it. Petty LaBelle. Yeah, because they'll come around with a happy birthday or hey stranger or or a good thing to do is just double double tap the message and thumbs up. I don't think that I I no energy. I do I do 
no energy. I think the fuck boys who ghost deserve. We have to take our powers back, sisters. Running it back the, around. The devil stole. Take the power back. He wanted to ghost you, ghost his ass. And you know what I used to pull back in the day? What? It wasn't necessarily a ghost. But if a fuck boy crossed me and he tried to keep he with me in public, I would say, do I know you? Dead. <laughs> Dead. Dead and gone. And then twerk on the neck. <laughs> <laughs> and then work another nigga. Working him. No, but really, though, the ghosting, if you're, and you know, girls ghost too. If you're a fuck girl, <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're a fuck girl, stop fucking around and stop. You do, don't do do unto others as you will want others to do unto Refer you. Refer back to the Bible. Refer back to our Bible, and don't do that because I'm sure it hurts. It does hurt. It does. So yeah, that's our that's our tea on that. We'll talk about it more in the Facebook group. Ooh, child, the ghetto. So what else? Um, last week, um, or no, not last not week. yet. So we still have. Merchandise available. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you are going to the site. It's the big, uh, the big girl, the black girl, bravado.bigcartel.com. We have sizes for the thicky thick girls coming up. Coming up. So um, make sure you get what's available. We have something for everybody, homegirl vibes. Yeah, if you support this podcast, show us by purchasing a shirt. (laughs) That's why we, (laughs) that's why we have these available. It really means a lot to us. The podcast is free, but this is payment. It's free for you all. It's not free for us. Yeah, another form of payment is to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Throw it up on your Insta story, your Snapchat, whatever, your Facebook. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it. We love the ratings and reviews, and we've and don't say anything mean because fuck you. Stop. Yeah, we like the nice. We like our nice love from our girls who really mess with the podcast. If you don't like it, just find something else you like. <clears throat> and we have decided to start shouting out, showing our appreciation for you <clears throat> for leaving the the reviews. And we're going to be showcasing our review of the week. So this week we have a review from Drew's daughter. She <laughs> says, how I found my everyday girl talk. Hey, y'all. So Essence Mag had a snap of positive podcast on Snapchat. And Black Girl Bravado was the first choice. And after I listened, laughed, and had a few light bulb moments, I was locked in from there. <clears throat> I mean, the content the content are a whole lot of exciting topics and things I just haven't talked about, but wanted to know all in one. The guest convos are very informative, too. And uh, I just love them. I wish y'all the best. Carolina Girl. Thanks, Drew's daughter. Drew's daughter, a.k.a. Carolina Girl. <laughs> first of all... Let me tell you how our God works. Our God. He moves on your behalf. God. Sorry, my feet are up. He moves on your behalf when you don't even know. We did not know that we were featured on the Essence Magazine Snapchat. We told y'all we don't be on Snapchat. (laughs) But that's an honor. And we're so thankful that they led you over to us. It's an honor, big sister. Yes. Thank you for letting us know that. Thank you for listening to us. Essence, thank you for featuring us. We appreciate it. And thank you, Lord, for working. Yeah. Thanks so much. Um, we appreciate it. It's an it's an honor. <laughs> so it's a privilege. Going over honor. to Apple Podcasts, leave your review. Um, you can also review us on Facebook because the girls have been coming through doing that too. Maybe if they don't listen on Apple or maybe they just want to leave reviews all over. Sprinkle your love all over. We love you. Yeah. So um last week's episode. 
just want to recap. Mm-hmm. Episode 65 was about reclaiming your time, self-power, and dating. Seduction and seduction with Aisha K. Faines. So in last week's episode, we chatted with writer, media personality, and founder of WomenLovePower.com, Aisha K. Faines. Um, Aisha was super instrumental in educating us on the concept of soft power. She elaborated on a woman's choice to choose versus settling and how we negotiate the terms of dating in this whole millennial like age age of getting to know a motherfucker. So um, Aisha encouraged us in last week's episode to reclaim our power in the bedroom, in the boardroom and beyond. Right. The girls were really loving that episode. Y'all were tapped in. They said Aisha snatched edges. She did. She snatched edges and she got people together. Um, so we're thankful that she came on and snatched edges. Aisha's a good girl. Encouraged you all to reclaim your power, reclaim your time, and just know. Put yourself first. Know your worth. Know your worth. Add then tax, add tax. Then mark it up. Put it on Ticketmaster, StubHub, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was a great convo. It was good. Really appreciated that. So this week. This week. We have another Super knowledgeable girlfriend guest, Willa Zay. She is a chef. She's a behavior neuroscientist, plant-based chef, nutritionist, and she's going to gather your edges in a whole nother way. You name it. We know that health is wealth here, okay? We're all about health. We speak about health and wellness every Thursday on our Instagram page, the Black Girl Bravado Wellness segment. So this is a longer version of that with Willa Zay. Mm-hmm. She talks about dieting. She talks about plant-based eating. She talks about dealing, healing ourselves through nutrition and also helping black women find peace yes. through nutrition. So if you're interested in those things, you're going to find a lot of value in this episode. Sit tight. Buckle up your seatbelt. We're going on a ride. Woo! So today we have joining us a special guest by the name of Willaze Maliambo. She is going to drop so much knowledge on us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me give you a brief introduction about who she is and what she does. And then we're going to have her give you guys the real tea. So Willaze, she's a chef. She's also a certified behavior neuroscientist and nutritionist. And um, sorry, I forgot to say she's a plant-based chef. Yes. That's important to know. You guys know we love our plant-based goods. Uh-huh. Um, Willaze received her BA in behavioral neuroscience with an orientation in human nutrition at Northeastern University in Boston, Massachusetts. Willaze u- utilizes her strong background in both the sciences and the culinary arts to lead her wellness workshops. Willaze, welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. Yay. So... Willa Zay, we've given your your general, your big picture bio, but we want to allow yourself to actually introduce yourself and your journey to our listeners. So give everybody your rundown. Yeah, so of course the obvious. My name is Willa Zay Mahiambo. Um, I'm originally from Ivory Coast in West Africa. And when I was 10 years old, there was a war that broke out in Ivory Coast, and me me and my whole family moved to America. And since then, it has been a constant journey of finding myself um, and utilizing the different tools available to bring peace to my life. And that's how I went a little bit into nutrition um, and the work that I do. Now, what I do now is basically I help women of color find peace. 
And the way in which I like to define peace is um, by using the concept of homeostasis, which is a concept that's in our body, in which our body is constantly trying to bring balance to itself. And so the way in which I define peace is using a different tool that we have available to bring balance to our life. And the way in which I was able to bring balance to my life was through nutrition and through studying people's behaviors and why we do the things that we do. And so that's basically the summary of my bio. I went to school in Boston where I studied behavior neuroscience, of course, like you mentioned, as well as nutrition. And then after school, I started getting involved in culinary arts because I think it's important not for us to not just eat. Um, healthy food, but I think food should be valuable as well as um, pleasurable. And so I, I train a different restaurant and health institution in order to become the chef that I am today. And I use these different aspects of my life to um, help women of color find peace. So that's basically a summary of my life. <laughs> Girl, you, Love that. You sound peaceful. You're, you really do. You have a very serene, relaxing voice. I just feel like everything's uh, going to be all right. <laughs> you really put the girls at ease. That's who I am. You have a meditative voice. I think you should also do a meditation. Like, <laughs> um, some you know, people have told me that. <laughs> Girl, yes. Come on. Let's go in business. So Love that you're into... <laughs> culinary arts so you know well you don't know but the girlfriends know because we talk about it all the time we love going out and trying new eateries and usually the way we determine where we're going to eat is if it survives so we like yeah. the foods we like the aesthetic of the restaurant we like the aesthetic of the food can we take a pretty picture of our food are we going to enjoy it is it an experience so love um, that and also love that you're a plant-based chef so you really know how to get down with the get down huh right um, Yes, I do. Try my best. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a big concept that's kind of coming up for millennials and in our generation right now is mindful eating or intuitive eating, um, which I guess um, everybody's so into labels. You know what I mean? Like yeah. vegan or plant-based or mm-hmm. carnivore. Yeah. You know, like we have all these different labels. So we kind of really want to discuss mindful eating because I had an experience over the weekend where I was like anxious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like about eating. So um, just if you guys don't know out there, you girls, mindful eating basically involves being fully present with all of your senses during the process of eating. And it, it encourages us to listen to our inner cues, like hunger, fullness, what it is that our body wants. So like, Willis, can you give us any more in-depth details into um, mindful eating or intuitive eating? Well, uh, absolutely. I think the way in which we should approach nutrition and food is how we should approach everything in life. And basically, we're building a relationship with everything. And so, for somebody who's an expert in nutrition, you will even see that people in the nutrition field, they don't get along with a lot of things. That's because they try to have a one-size-fits-all of how nutrition is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But in fact, individuals should build that relationship with food. So you should be aware of how your food, how your body, your bi- the biochemical makeup of your body responds to certain food. And I've always taught that with my clients or with anybody that approached me with nutrition. The way I eat 
may be different from the way you eat. Let's even look at hair. Mm-hmm. Like the way you take care of your hair is different from the way I would take care of my hair because we have different hair patterns. That's no different from what's going on inside our body. So the way I see it is that you should take your time to really listen to how your body responds to different food and use that as a guide to how you should eat, which is what I call mindful eating in my um in my practice. Got it. So with that in mind, how does this relate to diets? Because we know that there are a lot of diets going around right now. One of the popular popular diets is the keto diet. Sorry, I didn't hear the first the question. How does this, How does mindful eating relate to diets? We know that there's a lot of popular diets going around right now, and I mean just in general. Right now, one of the big ones is the keto diet. Um, we have Herbalife, fasting, like. Paleo. Paleo. Do you recommend dieting or maybe not, let's say, do you recommend it, but what are the pros and the cons to dieting or your thought process when it comes to diets? Are they something that we um, should be practicing? I, or? Well, I think, I think different diets. So diets are based on scientists who did different studies and found out that it works for the people who they studied on. But like I said, there is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all, and the society is constantly trying to make this one-size-fits-all for people. And I think what happens, especially um, when I was in L.A., for instance, I just moved out in Austin from L.A. one month ago. Um, there was a big trend around being vegan. But when I would ask people, why are you vegan, they, they will tell me uh, for um, eco-conscious reasons, but then, or like, they would tell me um, because they want to be um, healthy, but then you're eating fake meat that is made in a chemical lab. So to me, that doesn't align with the reason why you became vegan. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm trying to be healthy, I'm going to eat the most holistic food that I can get to give my body the nutrients that it needs to be at its optimal health. I'm not going to go and eat, you know, food that are chemically made just because it's not me, you know? Um, and so I'm not a fan of diet because I think people, I think a lot of times people are not educated in nutrition and they just jump on board with what's trendy at the time. And like I said, I always tell people go back to how food responds to your body. That's the diet you should follow. Got it. I agree. Yeah, same. I've never subscribed to a diet, but I feel like my body just naturally practices intuitive eating or mindful eating because when I eat, Mm. I never really eat until I'm like stuffed. As soon as I feel like content or even like a little bit full, I'm like, okay, I'm done here. (laughs) And then like Mm -hmm. I might come back and eat maybe shortly after, but I never really eat until the point unless it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Where... Where I'm like, you know, aching the, uh, and unbutton the jeans. Right, right, right. Where were you gonna say? Um, I forgot. Sorry. I mean, you know, I eat a lot. I need a full, full tea, so I need to feel like okay, the girl is full because as soon as if I stop right just short of full, then um, empty hunger will come back sooner than later. <laughs> like, I need, I need it immediately. Um, but food police, I think that creates a lot of anxiety around like even if you are subscribing to a diet or or a lifestyle you know the fucking food police that are out there like leave people the fuck alone yeah there's food police (laughs) they monitor your diet and monitor your plate and it's like sis yeah mind your fucking business 
it becomes like a, a religion, right, or a dogma. And it's like, can you forget the reason why you're doing what you're doing? Yes. You know, yes. if you want to subscribe to a vegan diet, that's absolutely fine. But remember why you're doing it and subscribe to that, not to the trend that goes along with it, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think it's important. I, you know, I'm a plant-based chef, so I advocate for eating plants and eating holy food. But I always question people, why are you doing what you're doing? If, it, if it's not for you, don't do it. Find right. out what works with your body and do that, you know? I agree. That's um, a good That's my take on it. Are you, are you primarily plant-based or are you just a plant-based chef? I'm primarily plant-based. I do eat um, fish. Very rarely, but sometimes. And when I say fish, it's salmon, mainly, mostly. Um, but I primarily eat plants. And there was a process, too. I didn't, like, go um, straight into being vegetarian. Um, or I don't even like to say vegetarian, because I know some vegans and vegetarians that, like I said, eat more chemicals than they eat plants. Mm-hmm. But I like plant-based. Um, it was a progress, a process. Um, where I slowly took out meat one by one before my diet was primarily consumed of, um, made up of plants, if that makes sense. There's just so much anxiety around. Oh, food. Yeah. So the oh, funny yeah. thing is, like, you even go to, like, um, to, like, seminars and stuff where you have some of the biggest people in the food industry and they don't even get along in what's supposed to be healthy. So it's like if the experts can't get along, it's like, what do you think they're telling the masses? That's why I always tell people, don't look for validation outside of yourself. You're, you're, the way you respond to food is going to tell you what you need. That's really important. So eat what you want, you guys. And so how can we determine what works for us? We're going off of our body type. Are we happy with what we see, the way we look? Like, how are we, how are we gauging what works for us? Yeah. So literally the way I, um, what I tell my client is just like you're going into a relationship with food. So when you're trying to get into a relationship, like an intimate relationship with someone, you're going to date them first and see how your energies match, right? So that's literally the same thing. Keep a journal with you. um, And whenever you eat something, write it down and see how you, your body feels, um, in response to that food. That will let you know what biochemically is happening inside of your body. So if you're eating, for instance, I'm gonna take an example, I'm very sensitive to gluten. When I eat gluten, um, eight hours after, I'm like down. Like, I do not feel good at all. My stomach stops growling. And so that lets me know what's going on biochemically in my body in response to that food. But the only way that you can know that is if you keep track of what you're eating and, like, um, trials and errors, just like dating. See what works, see what doesn't work. And um, that's how you develop develop a relationship with food. Got it. Love that. So I know a a big... um way also is like hormonal like you can see what's in certain foods and how it shows up on your face I remember I think it was forever ago like 15 years ago I was at Skate Depot <laughs> and I was in the bathroom and at that time I had uh blemishes actually I was probably like 18 and um I had like some like hormonal acne you know there's certain places on your face that you can see okay my cycle's coming or if it has something Mm -hmm. to do with stress or diet and I was in the restroom looking at my face and this 
older sister. She was like, oh, you know, be careful with what you eat. Remember that what you eat the week before shows up on your face like the next week. So you can tell like your diet. If you had something bad last week, your skin will start to purge it. So I always think about that. And I know that for a lot of people or for most of Americans, we don't know it, but dairy is a, a really bad allergy for us in an allergen. And it shows up on our skin, you know, it's clogging uh-huh. our pores mm-hmm. and it's our body is responding by um, the hormones that are in all of this like shit, all this dairy, and then it's showing uh-huh. up on our face. So how um, are our hormones or can we clear hormonal acne through our diet? You know, how does that, uh-huh. you know, what's the relationship between your hormones and your diet, your overall fleek skin? Right. Okay, so in our bodies, we have two control centers. We have the brain, where we have neurotransmitters, and then we have the hormones, which are, these are messengers that affect everything in our body. So anytime you have a change in your body, it's most likely going to be related to hormones. Um, and so I want to go a little bit and explain how acne happens. So we have um, our hair follicle, which are basically pores in within our bodies that hold our hair. And within these pores, you have um, glands that release an oily substance. The oily substance helps moisturize our hair and our skin, and that substance is called sebum. The way in which... Um, the rate at which these glands releases these oils is based on the hormones that are going on in your body. So if you release too much sebum, too much oil, you're going to clog these hair pores and they're going to, um, bacteria can get trapped within it. And that's um, how you create inflammation, which is essentially acne. So are you guys with me? Because I, really, I get sometimes really um, scientific, so I just want to make sure that um, it's really clear. So basically, the two hormones, most hormones that affect are acne or the sex hormones. And in my client, the two types of sex hormones, specifically in women, that affects um, acne or androgen and estrogen. So I'm going to talk a little bit about androgen first. So androgen usually um, is relating to PCOS which is a very, um, is a condition that's very prominent right now in our society. And basically, androgen are the male hormones, right? So they help in developing the male characteristics when male are, um, when they are growing. But we as women still have these hormones within our bodies, right? And the importance of these is in order to get estrogen, which is the female hormone that allows our characteristic as a woman to develop, we need to change our levels of androgen into estrogen. Now, women have androgen too, these male hormones in our body, like I said, but in a very small amount. And they're used to change, um, there's a chemical reaction that happens and these androgen change into estrogen, which essentially develop into the female hormones. So... Um, estrogen allows us to have the characteristic of, of women physically. And so what happened in PCOS is um, because we messed with our insulin, with our sugar consumption so much, we are na- unable the androgen, the male hormone, to change into 
the estrogen, which is the female hormone within our bodies. Mm. And so you will see people who have PCOS who have male characteristics, such as hair follicles growing um, on their, in the beer area, or balding, stuff like that, or um, accumulating a bit of fat and stuff like that. And so these hormones, the androgen, makes the sebaceous gland into our skin secrete more sebum, more oil. And so that's what creates hormonal acne for people who have PCOS. So for clients who come to me with that type of um, hormonal acne, I will provide them with a diet that is um, in alignment with um, eliminating PCOS. So basically you want to regulate the sugar consumption. That's a big thing because in every um, case of PCOS, there was a case of like insulin resistance. The sugar has a big effect on your body when you have PCOS. You want to consume a holistic diet, of course, um, plant-based. But you also want to include different herbs in your diet that's going to help balance that hormonal imbalance. So basically stuff like chaseberry, which I often give to my clients who have PCOS, or ashwagandha, which is going to make um, your hormone balance up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's the first um, aspect of hormonal acne. The second one is an increase of estrogen, which is the female hormone, right? Like I said earlier. And you guys with me, I know it gets really fast. Yeah, girl, we're we're in the car and the seatbelts are on. Yeah, like for me, it's really important that people understand these mechanisms so that they don't get controlled by other people regarding products. You know, that's how marketing is made. Yes. People get you to buy things because of the ignorance that you have regarding a certain topic, you know. So um, in terms of estrogen, um, what happens as women when we have estrogen in our body? But when we consume foods that that have pesticides in them, these pesticides act like estrogen within our body. Wow. And so what happens is it increases the level of estrogen within our body. And like I said, these sebum um, glands that releases the oil that causes acne are very sensitive to both androgen and estrogen. And so that high level of estrogen is going to make you also have hormonal acne. Now you can tell the difference because um, androgen acne will be by your chin and your cheek, all over your chin and your cheek. Um, but estrogen acne will also be on your chin, but on, only on one side of your cheek, mm. if that makes sense. So, because we have two ovaries, right? So we have the left and the right, and each of these ovaries are going to release estrogen. So, but they don't do it at the same time. They don't do it at the same time. Um, one releases during one cycle, the other releases during the next cycle. And so the side in which you have the acne will be um, the side of the ovaries, which is releasing the estrogen at that time. Will it say, will it say, will it say, hold on, because Brittany, you're really preaching to my life, will it say, and I have, I have to just stop you right there because you're really, you're healing me. Brittany, I don't have PCOS, but I've been struggling with hormonal acne for like, I, I guess like a year now. I oh, noticed uh. it. I noticed it happening after I got off that birth control. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out what was going on. And of course, like you said, I was subscribing to marketing and looking for external fixes. They will tell you to take all these stuff. But basically, these things work, right? Because they suppress your hormones for a certain amount of time. Right. So you don't get that level of estrogen in your body, right? Mm-hmm. 
for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. And what happens when you get off the pill? Your skin goes haywire. Yeah. It goes haywire. And that's what happens. The gang banging on you. And when you said one side of your cheek, girlfriend, literally one side, my right side is so problematic. Every time so you have one week mm-hmm. before my cycle, this right side of my cheek and my skin is very blemish prone. So even if it's like one little bump that small, when it's gone, it leaves a mark. So I've been having a little gang bang piling up on my right <laughs> cheek. And I'm like, you know, we got to figure this out because I can't. I can't be boxing with you Seriously. every month. So, yeah, you, mo- you probably have a higher level of estrogen within your blood. And that usually happens for consuming foods that have these pesticides on it. And you might not have known it, but the food, like, that's the only way in which you get a high level of estrogen because these pesticides act like estrogen within your body. And so when you have that type of hormonal acne with high estrogen, what you want to do is detox, detox, detox. Provide your liver with the support that it needs in order to detox the extra estrogen from your blood. And how we do that is you can use cruciferous vegetables or dandelion girl, dandelion, put dandelion in your life juice it, Damn drink it as a tea. It tastes really bitter, but the thing, the crazy thing about life is the, the bitters are the most therapeutic herbs you will ever have. So, so um, will it yeah, really quickly? Be, <laughs> so, if we're detoxing her liver, does that mean she can't have wine? <laughs> I'm just curious. Because this is going to affect well, me too. Well, well, while you detoxing, though, don't, don't drink wine. Don't, okay. don't drink wine. You want to support the liver during that time. Okay, so do and your detox Monday through right? Friday. Until you get all this estrogen out of your system to um, get the balance back to normal. And I have a sugar problem, <laughs> too. I'm always eating candy or something sweet. So I already Same. knew. I was already telling myself, like, Brittany, you need to lay off the sugar. Tap in. Because it's showing up on yeah. your face. Well, if you do your detox, do it Monday through Friday. And then on the weekend, detox is over, we turn up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to detox a little bit more than the weekend. Okay. Well, do it Monday through Friday. Jeremy, like I'm going to do it as long as it takes. No, no, no. White man gig, Monday through no, Friday. Like, I think, I think a, good, a good amount of time would be like 21 days. <gasps> you know, you have, <laughs> you have to give your body time to fully. do it. Well, you have to think about it. Like, what's important? Right. It's only temporary. She's doing this after my birthday. We're not doing this immediately. That That was some useful information. Finish going. (laughs) Were you done with that? Because I don't want, I want people to keep, I want them to get the girl. No, no, no. So that was, I was just basically explaining the concept and then the different type of food that um, will go along with the different hormonal acne. So yeah, I know I get scientific, but it's really important for me for people to get the backstory of what's going on. Because like you mentioned, people don't know. And so when companies are like, yeah, we have studies that prove this and that, most of the time they studied on like 10 people. (laughs) And then like based on that, they're saying, well, yeah, this is the result that we get. Or they're getting funding from companies who are supporting the the product that they're studying, which doesn't make any sense, you know? Right, goodness. So you mentioned medicinal herbs, um, and one of those was the dandelion, which Brittany is going to go out and buy tomorrow. I already have yes, ashwagandha. Girl. Oh, we love ashwagandha. I love the way you said ashwagandha. It was like different than I. It was really nice. You're like ashwagandha. I don't know. But so you mentioned um, 
dandelion root so for our girlfriends who don't know what medicinal herbs are can you explain what they are and how important it is for us to incorporate these herbs into our diet and our lifestyle absolutely um the first thing the first thing that i want to say is every medicine that you ever take was comes from an herb what happens is scientists see a different herb in nature they study it and then they pull out what they call the active ingredient but they believe it's going to alleviate a certain symptom like in Tylenol or whatever and then they patent that and reproduce the synthetic aspect of the active ingredient but medicine itself comes from earth the only difference with um, allopathic medicine and holistic medicine is what happens when you take a medication where they isolated one aspect of the herb? You get side effects, mm. which is normal because things in nature, even as human beings, even if you look at the human body, there's no such thing as isolation. The heart doesn't work by itself. It mm. works with the brain. It yes. works with the liver. It works with all the other organs. Same thing in nature. So these active ingredients in the, in the plant that we find in nature comes along with all other nutrients that allows um, the active ingredient to work uh, to work like smoothly in your body so that you don't get the side effects. Mm -hmm. Whereas with allopathic medicine, you don't get that. You don't get that protective aspect of the other ingredient. And so most medication gives you side effects. Now, don't get me wrong. Allopath I have a lot of respect for both types of medicine. I think that um, healing comes in various different forms and that anything that helps people, that helps alleviate people's pain should be respected. But I think the problem is a lot of time allopathic medicine has disrespected holistic medicine. Mm -hmm. And to me is that although allopathic medicine works, you have to be aware of the fact that medicine does bring side effects because you're isolating an aspect of um, a plant that's supposed to work in unison with other nutrients. And although you get the result faster, because you isolated and made that ingredient more potent, it doesn't mean that um, it's better than if you took the herb um, at a, that works at a slower pace. Because usually uh, herbal medicine takes between one to three months to work within the body. Mm. But it doesn't mean that it's better than that medicine, it just means that it's faster. But we're so, like, in, in this society, we have put this concept in our mind that things are supposed to be fast. Like, yeah. yes. gratification is everywhere. And it's like, look at nature. Like, no plant grows overnight. I don't care how fast you want roses to be in your garden. There's a certain process that nature follows. But we, as human beings and part of nature, are supposed to follow these laws in order to manifest what we want, you know? So basically, all I can tell your girlfriend is like, herbal medicine is at the root of medicine. It's medicine itself. There we go, <laughs> Like girls. all the other medications that you ever ingested were originally plants that were studied in labs, studied in labs and were um, synthesized. I actually always kick in. <laughs> right. So when we're speaking about these medicinal herbs, um, I'll just start it by saying when I when I discovered that I had hormonal acne, a lot of the medicinal herbs were popping up like the ashwagandha, even in primrose oil. And I'm like, OK, I'm just going to take the supplement. But when you 
incorporate these herbs into your diet? Do you use supplements or Grind are them you up grinding them up, putting them in from smoothies? Um, no. Them, how are you? What's your preference when it comes to these, or what would you recommend for the girls? Um, I would recommend to start with tea. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan of any type of supplement, to be honest. I do think that um, vitamins should be consumed when needed. For instance, if you know that you're having a trip out of the country and you need to strengthen your immune system, for instance then maybe a month before you will start taking vitamin C to help strengthen your immune system. But in general, I like the concept of having a holistic aspect to nutrition. So I always uh, recommend using the dried herb, which is still the, the same herb, but in order to, for, in order to preserve it, they just dried it out. Okay. Um, still have the same nutrients and everything, but it's just drying out an herb is just a method um, to preserve the herb for longer. So I would recommend ordering. Um, there's very sites out there that um, provide you with organic herbs. But ordering these herbs and then um, make it fun. You know, look at books or YouTube videos and find out what you can mix with. For instance, dandelion is very bitter. So find out what you can mix with, like cinnamon and stuff like that to make it taste better. So it could be a fun process, even learning about these things, you know. So you kind of make it more of like ritualistic so that it's easier for you to consume and it's more routine, right? Sorry, I didn't hear the first part. You make it more ritualistic when you're consuming these herbs so that it's, I guess, a break from the monotonous routine or like, oh, I have to take this pill, which some of us don't like doing. I personally don't like taking pills either. It's not my favorite thing to do. But I do love me a good cup of tea or a smoothie. I love tea. Tea has been... Uh, my morning go-to and I've totally completely removed coffee so we're talking about that's a good segue into morning routine yes how important is it for us to have a morning routine even if it means incorporating these herbs into our tea or you know steeping them for aromatherapy what are we doing how important is a morning routine I think the morning routine helps you ground your day. I feel like you should always start your day with a goal. Mm. You know, a goal of what you want to accomplish for that day. And based on that, so my morning routine involves, of course, I always drink my herbs. But I also spend some time at my altar, which is a place where um, basically I pray or meditate. And how I start is I set a goal for myself for that day, and then I go to my altar, and I pray or I meditate for whatever I may need, whatever strength I may need um, in order to achieve that goal. So, for instance, if I know that throughout my day, my day is going to ask um, a lot of emotion, um, not emotion, like a lot of me, that my day is going to ask for a lot of, a lot energy. of emotionally. Yeah, like, you know, like, I'm, I know I'm going to have an emotion there or something like that. I'm going to ask at my altar, I'm going to pray for groundness. For instance, wow. I'm going to ask my spiritual guide or my ancestors to give me the energy to be grounded throughout the day. Um, I usually start like that, and then I usually drink a cup of um, tea with herbs and then exercise or write in my journal. But I always, I think it's so important to... Be intentional about your days. Be intentional about your life. And so 
your morning routine allows you allows you to set that intention for the rest of the day. Okay, so I need an altar to pray to about my white man gig because <laughs> God, I just I need, need a ask. routine because honestly, and that's probably why I be dragged before the day even gets going because I don't, I don't really have a morning routine. I hop up. I get on my phone, I'm checking my business affairs, making sure everything's in order. And then after that, I'm like, let me get my ass up and get to work because I done laid in this bed and peruse this phone. But when I, when I have implemented a morning routine, because of course this isn't our first time knowing of a morning routine, I do notice that my day goes a little better and my mind is just in a better headspace. I even went as far as to get an alarm clock so that my phone doesn't have to be in my room. And it's not accessible to yeah. me first thing in the morning. And I really need to keep that going because once you get the phone in your hand, that's it. For, me, for me, at least. <laughs> yeah. It's a pure wrap. And I, I want to be the girl who wakes up and sets an attention and meditates and drinks her herbs and just <laughs> get my mind clear before I make myself available to all the other shit. <laughs> that's what I want. Yes, that's what I aspire to do. And it's possible. I, I just mean, need to do it. You know what? Will is a, we talk about drinking our herbs. Which herbs do you like say are the staple herbs? Like, okay, we're definitely drinking dandelion. We're definitely drinking aloe vera juice or aloe vera, whatever. Something yeah. Tell me girl. I, I think dandelions specifically, if you want to detox, mm-hmm. it definitely has to be, um, part of your morning routine, but I really use Chaseberry, and I think as women in general, I think every woman should incorporate Chaseberry in one way or another into their routine, just because it really helps with menstrual cycles. Mm -hmm. Um, I have suffered from PCOS, and the way in which my PCOS manifested was irregular periods, and since I've been um, using tinctures of Chaseberry in my life, my periods have been regular for years. I have not skipped a period. Um, PMS symptoms were reduced. So I definitely think as women in general, Chaseberry definitely should be included in um, in your um, daily diet. And a tincture is basically like a concentrated aspect of um, the herb, and then you just put a drop of it in your, in your water bottle and just mm-hmm. drink it throughout the day. Yeah, it's very easy. It's really sweet. It's calming. Like, it's funny because the herbs, the therapeutic effect of the herbs also affect like your mood. So like you you'll see like when you drink. Cause I remember um, I gave a little bit of my water to a friend of mine, and she was like, "What is that taste? It's so peaceful." And I was like, "Yeah, girl, it's got chase berry. Get yeah. to know it." <laughs> Where are we getting chase berry from? Know it. They have it at Sprouts. Just raw. I saw chase berry at what? Sprouts. She said chase. She's asking where do you get it from. Oh, I get it from. Starbucks Botanical. I ordered it online. I didn't know they have it in Sprouts. Well, you know, that was a supplement. I, I, I get, like, the pure, the pure, the actual berries. They have to actually grind them and, like, put them in alcohol for, like, a few weeks. That's how you make the tincture. And then extract mm. them and then take the alcohol tincture. And that's, like, the drop that you put in your water. The chef like, I get the actual. Okay, you're doing mm-hmm. all that? Yeah, I mean, she's intentional <laughs> about her consumption. Okay, well, Lizzie, send me your tincture that you're making. <laughs> yes, I, will. I don't have time. 
I, I just I, I, I see for but we people, do have time. Like when I That's have clients who have PCOS who come to me, I actually do these things for them too and send it to them. Nice. Um, ashwagandha, of course, like I said, should be an herb that should be complete for women. Um, it also bonds with the hormone and it gives you amazing skin and hair. So I think that's a really good one also to use in your daily um, routine. And I like lemongrass as well. So mm-hmm. I make like a mixture um, and it differs depending on my mood and depending on the type of energy that I want around me. Um, that's what I put in my mixture and then I drink my tea. But definitely chase berry is the number one thing that I would recommend for every single woman to use, especially in this society because we have so many foods and toxins that messes with our hormones. Like we were talking about, like hormonal um, um, dysfunction is very prominent in our society right now. Yeah. Like people are talking about PCOS like it's a normal thing. Like it's not normal. You know, so I think um, definitely Chase Berry is definitely what I would recommend for every single woman. If you have some time, um, include that in your routine. Not if you have some time, make time that in your routine. <laughs> like make time for it. Yeah. yeah. Brittany will be making my tincture. I'll be making tinctures for us. (laughs) Shit. So you spoke about PCOS and how it showed up for you with irregular periods. For the girls that, like myself, who don't know about PCOS at all, can you just explain exactly what it is, like what PCOS stands for, and maybe some other ways it shows up in people? Yes, it stands for Polistic Ovarian Ovarian, Um. Syndrome. Syndrome. <laughs> 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 we help each other. Right. We help each other. Syndrome, which are basically manifest as follicles in the ovaries. It might be cyst, like people, like the name should actually be changed to follicles. Okay. Um, and so basically it's the hormonal-based syndrome. Like we talked about, one of the major factors that they found was the inability for women to convert these male hormones, these androgens, into estrogen. And so what happens is um, females who have PCOS tend to develop um, these male characteristics, but not really. But you will see manifestation, for instance, as irregular periods. Some people, their periods won't show up for four to five months. Um, you will have angles of hair um, on your chin or like a beer like kind of like men or um, or the inability to lose weight is another way in which it manifests wow. or hormonal um, hormonal acne is basically based on hormones so what they really found is it's relating to the consumption of sugar so both consumption of sugar and genetic for instance for me it's a genetic um, trait that was passed on to me as a gift from my ancestors almost every woman in my family had PCOS Um, but the way in which it manifests in our society nowadays, it's relating to the consumption of sugar. And so people who have PCOS tend to over-activate um, their insulin, the hormone that controls our blood levels of sugar. And so for people who have PCOS, you want to make sure to monitor the level of sugar that you consume and um, eat a holistic diet that helps support the, your hormones and that helps balance your hormones 
So like the herbs that we talked about, Shwagam, Chase Berry, these are all herbs that are going to help um, reestablish equilibrium in your hormonal imbalance. And then you couple that with monitoring the consumption of sugar that you intake. That is definitely going to help you reverse PCOS. Because there, there have been cases where people were able to um, reverse their PCOS. That's um, awesome to know. Yeah, girl. So, so we have the there. power through our diet. We, we just do. eliminate some yeah. things, then we should be okay. But you would you recommend getting a diagnosis? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, mine was diagnosed. That's why I said I have so much respect for both types of medicine. Like, I think you should always go to your doctor. And usually the patients that, um, the clients that I work with, I always recommend them to see a doctor first to know exactly what is going on. And you can only do that in tests and stuff like that. Right. And then come to me. Then I can help you. Or we can work together with your doctor for a treatment. Um, so I always recommend. Like, I have a lot of us, like both of my parents are actually, my dad is a plastic surgeon and my mom is a pathologist. So okay. um, I have a lot of us. Wow. Black excellence. Doctors. I was actually, the way in which I came into um, nutrition, I was actually heading to medical school. I had done the MCAT, it's the first two years and everything. Um, and then was like, I rather talk to herbs. <laughs> you go, <laughs> you black queen. I love to see you my know, black like, sisters I out here thriving. Seriously. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. So, but I still think that that's the thing. Like, I, I think there's more than one way to heal. And I think both parties, allopathic and holistic, should take each other seriously. If we combine the two, then we give more options for the client or the patient to have in order to bring healing to their life. Definitely. So, with Lizzie, you speak about healing and, um, you know, just basically trying to heal ourselves from the inside out. How can we mm -hmm. use nutrition therapy to heal ourselves from traumatic events? I know that sometimes people eat their feelings. That's like a saying or, you know, on Sunday, I went to the grocery store and I was hungry. So I was picking up everything in the market because I hadn't eaten. So how are we using nutrition to heal ourselves from trauma, from trauma? Mm, I think that's a really good question. Um, and I think we have to acknowledge that the mind and the body are connected. Mm -hmm. You have to be aware of that. The things that you eat has an effect on your mind. And your mind essentially has an effect in your behavior and your mood. I mean, a simple example that I always use is alcohol. Alcohol isn't extraordinary. It's a food that has been processed. And the potency of the processing of alcohol is making people feel a certain way. So if you see alcohol doing this, which is a food that has been practiced, that's no different than other foods that we eat, right? Mm -hmm. The food that we eat has an effect on our mind and our body. Um, but even more, to get even more in details about it, um, like I said earlier, there are two control centers in our body. We have the hormones and we have our neurotransmitters, which is our brain. These neurotransmitters, every single chemical that you hear people talk about, doctors or scientists, however, uh, whoever talks about them, we source them from food. So if we're telling you that a certain neurotransmitter, like serotonin, for instance, serotonin is a neurotransmitter that when it's manifested, it affects your mood and makes you feel good. 
It makes you feel at peace, at ease. People with low level of serotonin have been associated with um, being a little bit more violent or having depressing thoughts. Mm-hmm. Serotonin is made with um, a amino acid like a precursor that comes from a food that's called tryptophan. So if you're eating a diet that's deficient in tryptophan, you're not making enough serotonin. So essentially, that would affect your mood. So how can you overcome an obstacle in your life if you're not feeding your body the necessary tool that it needs to overcome um, these moods? You know, right. if you if you're going through a traumatic experience and you're feeling depressed, it's going to be very hard for you to overcome that depression if you're not giving your body the tools that it needs to balance back these neurotransmitters Mm -hmm. to help you feel better. That's half of the work. The other side of the work is your own internal um, self-reflection and internalizing of what you're going through. But half of that work is helping your body help you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think nutrition is absolutely essential, even in my personal life, um, that's how I got into nutrition because I felt the effect that food was having on my mood and um, I decided to slowly switch into eating a healthier diet, a diet excuse me, in order for me to find peace in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's through that testimony, that's why I do the things that I do. That's why I host these workshops where I teach people how to eat better, where I teach people how to process their um, emotion better so that they can have, they could develop on their own mechanism to overcome the traumas in their lives. Because obstacles and traumas are not going to stop. Like, I've worked with people who had millions in their bank account, and I work with people who, you know, were struggling to make it throughout the day. And it's the, the problems are different, but the feelings are the same. It doesn't stop. Right. You know what I mean? So it's all about you developing good mechanism to bring you back to balance, to bring you back to peace. And if you can, um, if you can provide your body with the nutrients that it needs to at least help you along the way, that's half of the work. So that's my perspective, imagine on you. Come on, sister. I love that. I love that perspective. So we're nurturing our bodies. Making our bodies be able to help us get out of whatever trauma we've experienced or we're we're experiencing. We're providing our body with the nutrients so that we can come up out of this depressive state and ultimately flourish and thrive. Take yeah. back whatever the devil the stole. Exactly. Take it back. Yes. And it's, it's like vibrational too, right? Like when you're going through a breakup, what's the first food that you pick up? Most likely ice cream or donuts because it's reflecting how you feel. Imagine if instead of going for that ice cream or that that donut, that's nutritionally deficient, just like how you feel right now. You feel like something was taken away from you. You feel depleted. Imagine pushing that up to green juices, something Mm -hmm. that has a higher vibration. Just try that out and see what happens. And then, you know, go to Willis.com. <laughs> I love that. Yes. So then you leave that fuck real. nigga and you, you come out on fleek because you have a green juice. Your skin is glowing, sister. Yeah. You are right. Good. That green, ju- that green juice is my go-to. I'm like, let me go get me a little juice and be right. put together. <laughs> Shit. That's, 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 what? People don't notice. Like, everything in this life is energetic, food included. 
it's important to keep high vibrating things in your life, whether it be food, whether it be people who help your vibration get be higher. You know, it's important. Gotta do it. Love that. So now we're going to transition into our next segment. Pick Pick up up your your pen. We're We're dropping dropping a gem. So for our girls that are always here, you guys know that usually we share a gem with you. But today, since we have our girl, Willa Zay, we're going to allow her to share a gem with you all that will be just as beneficial as our gem. So Willa Zay, take it away. Yes. (laughs) Share a gem. Um, okay, wait, is that, um, relating to my retreat or just like tools that you can use or... How about a little bit of both? Doing both. Okay. Um, sure, Jim. Okay, great. So, first, what I would like to share is always, whenever you are engaging in a new journey, be compassionate with yourself. If this is the first time that you hear about anything that I talked about today... It's okay if you're not there. We have to learn to appreciate who we are. And I know in this world of social media, where you see all the Instagram models and these diets and, you know, all of that, it can make people feel very insecure and very unappreciative of where and who they are. Um, And I think the first thing is, if you are going to engage in this healing journey, it's important to know, respect yourself. Start where you are. You don't have to look like the Instagram model. You can be you and be the healthiest you that you can be. And you can start with baby steps. Baby steps, while we tell my client that, maybe start with one salad a day. That's it. Just one salad a day. Or even if you can't do it once a day, just do it three times a week. That's it. Just respect who you are and start um, start with yourself and compassion in mind. And the second thing that I want to share is if you like any of the information that I sit out today, um, you can find me. My website is com. I also host annual retreats where I take a group of women with me to Africa where we study these different things but also it's very important to me that I honor my ancestors because a lot of time what happens during slavery and colonization is the identity of um, the African of black people uh, people of color in general identity where um, switch and um, in which what our ancestors used to practice were demonized that was a, a major tool that colonials and that slavery had to use in order for the devastating events that happened during that time happen. And so what I what I like to do is implement the knowledge that I've learned from being African and from being in our culture and how our ancestors use the same thing that you see in yoga and um, Eastern medicine in their life to violence and bring peace to their lives. So I often take people to Africa and let them study the indigenous spirituality that were practiced during that time, but also the different um, herbs and medicine that our ancestors used in order to bring peace and violence to our lives. So my next retreat is in January, January 7th to the 18th. We're going to Benin, West Africa. Mm. Um, I am so, so excited about this. And if you want to know more, check out the website or my Instagram at Chef Willis Day. 
That's it. Beautiful. Okay. So We're gonna I have, have a join one of those trips to yeah. Africa. I've been wanting to get to the motherland. Seriously. And I had a question. Willa Zay, I seen you dancing on your Instagram. <laughs> so I see you doing the little wine girl in a little shake. So we have a girlfriend, um, hey Velma, who's from Sierra Leone, and I see how you guys get down. So is that a part of the retreat? <laughs> is dancing a part of the tr- of the retreat? Because the retreat experience. I like to dance. I need to know. Well, dancing. So basically, the retreat, like I said, teaches about the um, ancestral spirituality that was practiced in Benin by. the ancestors that were there at the time. And one of the big ways in which they praised the different energies and um, they praised themselves was through art. So dancing was the way in which they moved energy within their body and was a way in which they um, praised the different divinities of God at the time. So it's definitely going to be a workshop on whining. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we get some herbs. We get some dutuan, some dancing. We do. Yes. So people need to I stop mean, turning their noses up when they see us moving our bodies. We're oh connecting no. with our ancestors. <laughs> Honoring our ancestors, the fight. <laughs> Through my movement, I'm shaking off the fight. Seriously. But it's real, though. Because She's I laughing. can always tell walking through a dance class, you can tell when somebody's comfortable with their bodies and when somebody is like apprehensive. Like, I mean, yeah, like it's not comfortable. And dancing will always show you who's comfortable and who's not. It's not even about a feeling. It's just your body's just doing movement because you have allowed that energy to move through that aspect of your body. But oftentimes people who are not comfortable with their bodies, there'll be stiffness stiffness in certain areas, especially for women is our mm. hips, you know. Mm. Um so yeah, that's that's just a way in which you move you move energy and in which you get more another mechanism in which you can get more in alignment with who you are. Because it's important. There's various different aspects of being a woman and feminine is so it's such a beautiful energy, right? We could Come be on, there could be the strong women, it could be the sensual women, there could be the mother women. But there's all these aspects of who we are that sometimes society doesn't allow us to explore it. And I think it should be explored. You should be comfortable moving your body into what whichever way you wish to move it, you know? Come on. So that's gonna be an aspect of <laughs> the retreat. Girl, I'm here for a dance, honey. I live for girl, a I dance. I was saying, move your body, girl, move it, but put a little African twist. Yeah, ask a little Afri- African twist. <laughs> okay, so um, usually, now we're going to switch to the girlfriend gag. Typically, the girlfriend gag is where you girls out there can send us your comments, your questions, your concerns um, via Instagram, or you can send us an email to theblackgirlbravado at gmail.com. And we basically gag about it here on the show. So when we have a guest, we swap out the girlfriend gag, gag for listener questions. So with Liz A, we just like you to help us answer questions from the girlfriends. And the first one is, what is the best way to stop cravings like for sweets? What are we doing? Because... I think that goes back to when I was saying a lot of people want a quick fix to life. And I'm, I, I'm not that person. There's no answer that I can give you that's going to be like this, eat this, and you're going to stop craving this. Because that's not the way life works. 
if you really want change, you have to look at what are the habits that brought you where you are. Mm-hmm. And then see how you can remove them. But it's going to take patience, compassion, and love for yourself to do that. So what I would recommend is to be aware of when your craving comes. <laughs> Like, literally, like, be aware of what time of the day, what are you thinking, are you stressed, are you not stressed, be aware of that. Once you're aware of that, you can make the necessary step to um, reverse the craving. Mm. So, the first thing is awareness. And that's something that I really, because I'm certified behavior neuroscientist, that's, like, one of my specialties when clients come to me. We start with awareness, we start with them writing down how the craving comes, the time of the day, what triggers you, and then the routine, what are you thinking in regards to when that food's going to hit you, like how is it going to make you feel? Is it really about the food or is it because you're stressed about something else? And then based on these different um, different um, information that we get, we can create um other behavior patterns that are going to help you separate yourself from the habit that you have already created. I would recommend herbs like cinnamon that help a little bit balance your um, your blood sugar level. But like I said, there is no quick fix. It doesn't mean because I recommend cinnamon that if you start drinking cinnamon tea that you're never going to have cravings again because the cravings is based on something bigger, which is most of the time habits that you've created over mm. time. So we, we got to so unpack. That answer the question. <laughs> we got to unpack. There's to, layers to yeah. this, beloved. Unpack and practice yeah. being mindful when yeah. you're eating. And maybe yeah. even keeping a journal. Keeping yeah, like a note. said, a food, food yeah. journal. Yeah. Yeah, okay, got it. Next I think week. in general, documenting your life is really important. So document your food as well. Because you never know. You might pass that. I literally keep a journal because I'm like, Two generations down, like, my great-great-grandchildren are going to read it and know the problems that I went through and how I overcame them and be my youth transformation for their life. Like, that's how I write my journals. That's so, the real key. Handing them the keys to success. Here are my babies. Yes, Here's my journal with the keys to success. You come across some PCOS, you already got the recipe. <laughs> it's right here in my journal. Take it. I need to start creating that for my people. Shut up. What? Um, okay, next question. We kind of touched on this. Well, we talked about herbs, but are daily vitamins essential? If so, which ones would you recommend? So, yeah, like going back to what I was saying is I I think Mother Earth knows what she's doing. Um, she gave us these bodies and she knows what these bodies need. And so the raw and holistic vitamins that you find in nature are the best type of vitamin you can ever put in your body. But if you come to my crib, you will see that I do have a closet with various vitamins and herbs that I use depending on um, what I need in my life. So I won't use it on a daily basis, but like I said, I travel a lot, and before I travel, I make sure to consume um, some vitamin C for a month ahead of time to strengthen my immune system. Mm -hmm. So that's how I think we should use vitamins. I don't believe in the isolation of our molecules because they're supposed to work in synergy with other nutrients that are necessary for you to reach optimal health. 
Um, that's the best way I feel. Like you should use vitamins. Got so I don't it. recommend like a daily consumption of vitamins. That's mm-hmm. just my perspective. Got it. So, um, are there any cons to a vegan lifestyle? So. Before you get going, I know in the beginning I was talking about how I had a little anxiety this weekend associated like just around diet and things of that nature because um, I would say I identify as vegan or plant-based. Um, I don't eat meat or animal products for the most part. If if my grandma is cooking gumbo once a year, I will indulge. I listen to my body and I'll have gumbo. Um but it's more, of course, like the fish and the seafood, like you were saying. So um, I, I, I just want to know, would you say that there are any cons associated to living a ve- vegan lifestyle outside of the food police? <laughs> <laughs> On any cons? I, I, don't, I don't think there is. Um, I think that if you're eating a variety of food, because I see that some vegans will consume the same thing over time. Um, and that's not healthy too because you need a variety of nutrients to achieve optimal health. Um, but I do, like I said, that was a big thing for me when I was in Los Angeles is a lot of people um, would eat a, a vegan diet, but the majority of their diet will be based on steak and meat. Like right. if you ask me, between a store um, almond milk, a store box almond milk, and regular milk, I will tell you: look at the ingredients of the box almond milk, and let me and tell me if you can read half of them. If you can't, then regular milk would be better off. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just about implementing real food. Like I think a vegan diet is absolutely amazing. I was vegan for a while too, um, but it's just about knowing what to eat and how to eat the different food and to make sure that you keep in mind why you're doing what you're doing. Right, yeah. If it's for health reasons, eat holistic, healthy food. If it's for, you know, that's, that actually should be the only reason why you should do it right. and to preserve the environment because we all know the meat industry right now. I have no worries for what's going on the meat yeah. industry. But, um, yeah, like, I think... The only con that I would have would be if you know, people are doing it for trends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Is fasting a good idea and a good way to see results quicker? I'm guessing like weight loss results. Yeah. Yes. So I would say yes and no. Fasting is a good idea because it gives your body a break and it helps your cells rejuvenate themselves. We see that in every single religion. I don't care what religion you practice. There's always going to be uh, a segment in it that's going to implement fasting because it actually benefits our body. But I will say no because the goal shouldn't be to lose weight. You will lose weight quicker if you fast, of course. Weight is based off calories and calories out. If you're not ingesting any calories, you know, you're going to lose weight. But is this weight going to be permanent? Probably not. So what I recommend is, and what I usually do, is one day out of the week, I will fast. You can um, fast on uh, veggies or uh, fruit or juice fast and these type of fast. I usually just have, like, my herbal tea in the morning and one juice. 
um, July the day, and that's just for one day I will fast because wow. it does. There's scientific um, studies that have proven that it does help your cells rejuvenate itself. You feel better. It stops craving a little bit. So I guess that's one thing that I could um, recommend to one of our friends who asked about the sweet craving. It is going to reset your taste buds, um, but it shouldn't be used for weight loss. Weight loss is a behavior issue. Mm-hmm. You have to change the behavior, not the food. Like, of course, you need to eat healthy, but most of the time, for instance, my clients come to me regarding weight loss, they already know what to eat. It's about the behavior that comes along with how they eat. Right. That's the issue. That's so, true. yes and no to that yes question. In the gym. Love it. Okay. So, the last one is the girlfriends just want to know what to cook. Shit, they just need vegetarian <laughs> recipe ideas. Do you have something where you look like, okay, I know she I'm She has putting, a full website. I know, but I'm just saying something like your staple. Like, I'm throwing black beans, I'm throwing quinoa, some salsa. I mean, what are we doing? Salsa. I just said that salsa. Any vegetarian recipe ideas? <laughs> um, You know what? The cool thing about... We lost you, Willa Zay. Willa Zay. Can you hear me? There you go. We got you, girl. What'd you say? Okay. Uh, I was saying the cool thing about um, being vegetarian is basically you can eat whatever you were eating when you were eating meat. Just take out the meat. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, so, if you guys wanted recipes or, like, stable food that I use uh, in my diet? Give us a recipe. Hello? Yeah, just, a, recipe, just a quick recipe. Or maybe, I guess, a few staple items to that you can make a lot of recipes out of. Black beans. Sweet potatoes. Because <laughs> the thing is, I, I specialize in Afro-plant-based cuisine. Ooh. So, a lot of food. Yeah, a lot of food from my country. Um, I can make it. So we use a lot of sauces, um, grain sauces, um, like peanut sauce is one of them. And instead of using like white rice, I use black rice. Um, What's another thing? Dal. I like a lot of like um, a variety of cultural foods. So like lentils. Yes. Dal is a... Indian dish in which they they cook the lentils in a various way where they add like um, they cook the lentils separately and then they have like the seasoning like curry and cumming and stuff like that with mm. like um, with tomatoes all the aromatic um, that all vegetables good to and then me. you mix that with the with the lentils so I mean there's so many um, what I would say is stable foods to my diet is definitely uh, quinoa, definitely chars. Um, I try to eat in within the season, so I try to shop at the farmer's market and they usually will have the um, food in season then. Mm-hmm. Um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, not, not um, regular potatoes. I usually eat sweet potatoes. Um, what else? I do gumbos. 
um, the veggies where I substitute uh, 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 a good way to substitute your meat is with mushrooms. There are variety of mushrooms. I know some people don't like mushrooms, but there's so many of them that there's probably some that you haven't tried. Like the there oyster. are mushrooms that have the texture of chicken um, that you can season it to taste like chicken, like literally. So um, definitely mushrooms. I definitely eat uh, beans to um, substitute for my amino acids and my proteins. Um, what else? I mean, on the website, <laughs> you can have, like, a variety of recipes and, um, and uh, well, not the website, sorry. On the cleanse that I have, I have a cleanse that is out for 21 days, and I put a variety of different recipes that are from Africa and the Caribbean because mm. I was raised Caribbean, too. <laughs> so, like, jerk um, jerk oxtails, um, mushroom and stuff like that. What? Instead of using the oxtails. <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that. I love, I love Caribbean food. So, so drop, like, drop, a, drop us a pin yeah. after we hang up. Drop us a pin and we come into your house. Yeah. <laughs> Need a meal. <laughs> it's all in the seasoning I, I and the flavoring. I she I wish I was still there. I would have definitely cooked you guys with something. I love cooking. I was Girl, like, when are you coming back? Too. You can use my kitchen. We're coming to Texas. I know. That's no, really she can use my kitchen. We also can go to Texas. We can do either of these yeah. two. You can come to Austin whenever. Just let me know. Yes. That's okay, get all that jerk food ready. Too. Like, I would just cook and invite friends. Like, I love hosting. Like, that's why I do retreats and stuff like that, because it's literally hosting. Yes. But, yeah, but on the cleanse, I'll have various um, different recipes, usually from the Caribbean and Africa. They're all vegan. Um, and they basically show people who are new to the lifestyle different things that they can do without using... Um, laboratory-made products, um, different things that they could do with their food without using toxins, basically. So, wow. Love. So this yeah, has been... It's difficult to talk about a recipe because, like, you literally have to think of, like, the spice and stuff like that. And I cook from... How do you say this? I cook from intuition. I don't cook, like, with measuring cups and stuff like that, you know? Real black sister, yeah. Uh, right. Know, right. <laughs> yeah. The ancestral vibe. The mindful cooking. Right. Mindful <laughs> eating, mindful cooking. I be having all my um, measuring cups out. I'm like, wait, she said a half a cup of this. I need it all. I'm not good with that. I'm not. I, I remember can't. one I time I made my honey a cake. Girl, I put too much oil. Oh, it was no, so I've long never ago. made a cake from scratch. It was so long ago. Bacon's not my minute. Girl, it was a box cake and I put okay. too much oil. You really threw it. It was old. That's old. I was thinking, Girl, why are you eating? Right. Girl, that was my younger days. I wasn't woke yet. Yeah, she was sleeping. <laughs> he was like, it's kind of oily, babe. He was like, it's kind of oily, babe. I was like, give me back my cake. Done. <laughs> okay, so Will is a let our girlfriends know where they can find you. Where are you at on social? Your website. Give them the rundown. One more again. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Will I'm sorry, at Chef Will um, you can find me on my website, willisay.com, which is basically W-I-L-I-Z-E.com. Um, yeah, and if you have any questions, you can email me. I love responding to people. 
um, this is my passion. Like, that's why I always, when I talk about nutrition, I have to stop and to be like, are you following me? Because I can get very, like, scientific and really passionate about this. But if you have any questions, you can hit me up at contact at com, which is W-I-L-I-Z-E.com. That's it. I'm open. Okay, girl. So this will be all down in the show notes. You can just click on it, follow our girl. Um, we need to figure out how to get to this retreat because the motherland times the dancing times the nutrition is calling our names. It's ca- I feel my bones moving, my yeah. body. Yeah, your bones um, are moving. Be so fun. You Ooh, really gave girl. us some good information, especially with me with this hormonal acne girl. My eyes are uh, wide open, wide open. I, I received it. So we're so thankful that you were able to come onto the show today. We're sure that the girlfriends enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Willis. Yeah, Willis, thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the space to express my passion. It really means something. I appreciate you guys a lot. And I've been watching, I mean, watching, I've been listening to you guys' podcast. So I really, it's an honor to be on, really. Wow. Yeah. Leave the door unlocked. I'm on my way <laughs> for a meal. <laughs> so, girls, if you're looking to find peace, who would have thought we could find peace through nutrition? But really, it all makes sense. So yeah. you guys need to tap in, find our peace. That's what we're all about. Taking back what the devil stole from us yes. when they put us on those slave ships. Yes. We are no longer confined. Just come on, Get y'all. your shit together. Let's get it. Okay, so we will chat with you guys next week. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye.